welcome in to the DFFL Podcast, your one-stop shop for all the happenings in the DFFL. Now, here's your hosts, James Wiley and Aaron Kelly. Welcome in, everybody, to the DFFL Podcast, and I am so excited to let you know that we are on Apple iTunes and various other podcasts, so if you're on another podcast player, just give us a search at the Dover Fantasy Football League podcast, and we might pop up. I know we popped up on a couple other people's. Um, we're actually getting people outside of the league listening in, so that's kind of exciting. And we're available on Anchor Podcast, Apple iTunes Podcast, and we are available on a few others that I'm waiting for you guys to let us know. Whatever po- uh, podcast player you listen to, let me know, and we'll see if we're on there. Aaron, welcome in. Hey, what's going on? Nothing. How excited are you that we're on Apple Podcasts? <laughs> it's, it's, I'm excited. It's kind of funny. I hope that people actually enjoy it and know that um, my football knowledge is strictly fantasy and <laughs> I know nothing else about football. So when they listen to it, I'm very opinionated and hopefully that sparks some debate with them and whoever the hell else there is is actually listening. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So I am very excited about today's uh, episode for you. We're not even going to talk like a lot of stuff has happened since the last Free Agent Frenzy episode. A lot of signings, some trades, a lot of things have gone down. I'll get to all that in the next episode. But this episode I've been very excited for. It is a draft episode. Aaron and I are going to alternate taking turns drafting things. And you guys are going to end up voting on who did a, who did the best job. And today's draft topic, because who knows, maybe we'll go into this later on again, different kinds of draft topics. But the draft topic for today is crafting the best fantasy football manager based on traits of players in our league. So what that means is we're going to take certain traits, drafting ability, trash talk, dedication, football knowledge, start sit decisions, fab spending and player pickups, trading ability and luck. And we're going to take those traits from each of you and try and create the perfect fantasy football manager. So once we do that, I'll create a poll on the website, and then you can go over there and vote on which manager is the more ideal manager of the two. Does that make sense, Aaron? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I'm fired up. Let's do it. All right. So we have eight different categories today. So we're going to go eight rounds. All right. I'll explain what each category is, and then we'll start drafting. We'll do a coin toss to see who gets the first pick, and then we'll alternate back and forth. So. The first thing is draftability. I think that's fairly straightforward. You're looking at the people and how well they draft because drafting is only, you know, part of the league. It's huge to get a good foundation for your team, but it's not the end of the year. You can have a poor draft and bounce back if you're a dedicated manager, but it does give you a huge advantage if you start off well with the draft. So drafting ability is going to be one of our categories. We're going to go with trash talk as another category. Then we're going to go with dedication. And that is not necessarily to the sport of football, but more like you dedicated to fantasy. And, you know, you're checking your app. You're looking into what's happening to players. You're making moves. You're paying attention to the league. (laughs) (laughs) And then football knowledge is where you're looking more like just being able to think about the players that are on each roster in the NFL and the various depth charts and your knowledge of the player base in the NFL. Then we're going to look at start-sit decisions. Who has the best decisions the day of? Because you can have a great draft, but be maybe you spent a, a third-round pick on Patrick Mahomes and you spent a 13th-round pick on, I don't know, um, Matt Stafford and Matt Stafford starts lighting it up, but you're like, well, I, you know, I drafted Mahomes, so I got to play him, but he's not doing so great. Poor example, but you get my point. So the best start sit decisions. And then 
fab spending and player pickups is going to be one category. You know, who makes great moves, who picks up great players, who spends their money well, and that's our fab spending and player pickups. Then we've got trading ability, straightforward, who makes wise trades. And then our last category is luck. So that's our eight topics. You ready for this? I'm ready. I've, right. I've got my pre-draft spreadsheet out. Pre-draft spreadsheet. I didn't even, I, I honestly was going to make one and I, I didn't even get to it. Is that your <laughs> scrap piece of paper that you're going to spread on the table? Is that a spreadsheet? That's it. I've got, got it ready to go. Here's mine. <clears throat> and it says draft slash trash talk because I didn't even get to write down the rest of the other uh, <laughs> categories. So this is kind of be more or less from the top of our heads. You know, I've been spending some time thinking about this episode, but more about how to craft it and how to how the structure of the episode will work more so than who will be in what position. All right. And just so we're clear with anyone listening, if James drafts, let's say, Big Mike for a certain position, I can also draft Big Mike, just not for that position. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. And also... <clears throat> Are we rolling with the you can only take one trait from a person? So if I take Big Mike and yes, Crash one Talk, trait, I can't take one, him and something else? That is that is correct. So one trait per person. We've only got eight. We've tried to come up with two more, but you know, we just couldn't fit. And honestly, everyone should end up getting picked anyway, I'd imagine. Yeah, we'll see. So we're gonna get this started here. And we're using Google Coin Flipper to flip. I will flip the coin. Aaron. Oh, so new age. I love it. Aaron's going to call it in the air. I have my screen shared with him so that he can actually see it. You guys obviously can't because this is a podcast for your ears, not your eyes. And you're welcome for that because I am not very good looking. You know, they only put me on the air because the ladies dig me. (laughs) Yeah, we're getting started now. (laughs) All right, here we go. Call it in the air. Ready? Three, two, one. Tails. It's heads. Son of a biscuit. I will be picking first. And my first pick, I'm gonna I'm gonna take somebody. I don't this was not my first pick, like, but I know that it's not gonna get back to me in this draft. So just so that I can get it out of the way, I'm gonna take Eric's luck. Hmm. I do not think this is the best overall pick, but it is something that I am going to do so that I can, you know, cross off using Eric. That's fair. Um, I'm going to go with Joe Max player pickups. Okay. And because Joey Mac and here taking his player pickups. Go ahead. I am Uh, mainly because he was the man to pick up. Oh, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes and And ride him to a championship. Yep, and actually he also picked up Nick Chubb. He did. So he's definitely got the ability to spot a player, pick him up, and and enhance his team throughout the season. That is true. That is true. All right, so with my second pick, I am going to take, just so listeners out there know, I know he can't take anything from Joey now, and I feel like Joey has a lot of good traits, so I could take Joey right now somewhere else, but I'm not going to because he can't take any other traits from Joey. So just a little insight as to why I'm leaving Joey off, because I do intend to use Joey in a certain category, but I'm not going to take him there because I know that Aaron can't take Joey anymore. So I am going to take Kalo's Trash Talk. And I think it's pretty obvious why I'm taking Kalo's trash talk. He not doesn't even necessarily have the best stuff, but he's just got so much stuff that something's <laughs> eventually going to stick and be good. He is yeah, relentless it's, it's, when it comes to the trash talk. It's a more of a volume thing. Yes. You know, kind of like um, who's the who's the quarterback for Houston? Deshaun Watson. Yeah, the more Watson throws, you know, something's going to stick. So yeah, yeah, yeah. might as well just keep chucking it down the field. Yep. Agreed. <clears throat> So, All right. Kalo's trash talk and Eric's luck. I have, I think I have two of the most notorious traits in the league. You do have the two most notorious, which 
Luck is definitely one thing. Trash talk is kind of at the bottom of my list because uh, I'm going to build a manager based off of picking up players and draft ability. And that means I'll be going, I'll be going with big Mike for draft ability. So Wes. (laughs) And the reason I'm going with big Mike is because he drafted, I believe he drafted big Ben, he drafted a B and he was smart enough to draft What's his, who was the running back? Connor, James Connor. So that actually led him, those three picks led him to a final four. And really, I'm not so sure he picked up too many more pieces throughout the season because his team was well drafted. I agree. I think you're going to get a lot of pushback on that. Why is that? Well, simply for the fact that. You ripped into him all year for having three players from the same team. Yeah, I did. I don't like that at all. But he he drafted well enough where he his team it was to be honest. I wanted Joe Mac for that position, but Joe Mac outdid anyone in player pickup. So I've got to take him there. Yep. Um, the other thing was, and this I think would have spun your head a little bit, but. Uh, Honestly, draft ability, I would have taken and considered highly Eric because he doesn't change his team and he's won two championships and a final four in the last three seasons. That's true. He doesn't make trades and he barely picks up people. Agreed. But if I had Eric's roster, if like we drafted and we traded rosters, do you think that I would go to the final four championship? Well, yeah, because you would change that roster around. <laughs> All right, but if I did, if I if we traded rosters and just put my name on his and like made no, he was in charge of making the moves, and his name on mine. Do you think that I would be in the final four? So took Probably. Eric's roster. I mean, and he's, I can only make as many moves as he made the previous year. I mean, if you do, yeah, I think you okay. would make the final four only because now there is an element to Eric being lucky. That is for sure, but. Three years in a row, can you really like two championships? And I'm willing to say two championships and a final four. I think, did he finish third or fourth? When? Last, this year, this past year. Fourth. Okay. Remember, so Kalo two, had the best season ever. Yeah. Two championships and a fourth place. So he, he played for third and probably has the, definitely has the least amount of trades and, probably has the top two least amount of moves, ad drops, Mm -hmm. in those three seasons combined. He actually probably has less ad drops than in those three seasons than you do in one season. Oh, guaranteed. So. But you know what slowed that down, actually, Fab? Fab equalized more ad drops. You know, I was in the hundreds, I think, by the end of the season before Fab, and now I'm definitely below 100, but still uh, still more than other people. But yes. That's fair. All right. So, it is my turn, and I'm debating between two things right now, and I don't know which one will make it back to me, just in case. Okay. I am going to go... I'm going to go with your trading ability you bastard i knew it i knew that that was coming up soon was that gonna be your next pick you think uh i don't know if it would have been my next but it it i myself was my top pick (laughs) you got the silver tongue i think so i definitely not taking diddy's trading ability (laughs) (laughs) why not you don't want tevin coleman (laughs) and michael thomas oh my days I mean, who's which situation do you maybe Diddy thought he was in a dynasty draft? Would you rather have Tevin Coleman and Michael Thomas right now or Antonio Brown? Uh, well, the thing is, he's not. So, <laughs> 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 all right. So, you know, I, Aaron has made numerous trades over the years that I'm like, what? How did he get that trade? And what's the I'm most sure famous? What? What's the most famous one? In my mind, which I don't think it's the most famous for everybody, the most famous trade in our league is definitely now that the Antonio Brown one. Yeah. But 
the most famous <laughs> trade in my mind was Julio Jones for Sidney Rice straight up. <laughs> and I'm sure several of you out there are like, Sidney Rice? Who? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I had just picked him up off of waivers. Exactly. You picked him up off waivers, said, Wes, who do you like on my team? Here, give me Julio Jones. <laughs> now, this happened years, many years ago. Julio Jones was the second wide receiver on the, the Falcons at the time. Roddy White was still there and still the primary guy, but still. That is a fact. All right. So it's your turn, your third round pick. Wow. Um, I'm going to go with... Mm. <sighs> See, this is tough because I'm going to go with the trash talking. Okay. Okay. And I think, see, I'm having a toss-up here. Rob is, like, really subtle. He doesn't talk a lot in the league, but when he does, it's usually shit strictly to Kalo. Uh-huh. And I and that combats your trash talker, who is Kalo. So, I'm considering that. Okay. Um, I'm also considering Eric because of the, just the popcorn eating frenzy, which I quite enjoy. (laughs) It's been a long time. He hasn't, he didn't do that in a while. He hasn't done that in a while, but yeah, yeah. which kind of depress, it kind of makes me sad that that is, he's so busy at work. He has no time to comment on the league. That's, that's true. Um, for those of you out there who don't know, Eric works eight days a month. That's a fact. And it is a full time job, so uh yeah. no one can no one can bitch about that. Um man, this is you know what? I'm changing course, I'm going football knowledge, and I'm going I want to go with you, but you took me in trading, so I'm going with Diddy. He probably has the most football knowledge out of anyone else in this league aside from you. So you would have been my first pick, but I'm saving you for something else. Okay. So I I will go with Diddy. All right. So I am happy about that, and I'm happy with my decision because I was deciding between taking myself or taking you – or taking myself for football knowledge or taking you for trading ability. So I am actually – quite happy that that just happened that went how i hoped it would so you have diddy out of the way let's see players that we both still have on the board as like we can both still take them we both have kyle we both have rob we both have wes and we both have me so those are the ones that were like you know still vying for right now kind of like right now I don't have to worry about taking Joey for anything. I don't have to worry about taking Diddy for anything or Cranmer because you already took them. So, you know, I can kind of save them for where I want them. Whereas some of these other ones, I kind of got to get in there before you do. And so I have drafting ability left. I have dedication. I have football knowledge. I have start-sit decisions, and I have fab spending and player pickups. Wow, this is tough. All right, so for... Yeah, this is this is tougher than it looks out there, folks. You agree, Aaron? I do, because basically once you pick someone, like, you're, you're probably tossing in your head right now, like, you don't need to take someone with draftability because you can take you know, yourself or Joe Mac, but then you need someone, you need yourself for football knowledge. So now it's really down to Joe Mac. Who else are you going to use for draft ability? I'm not overly pleased with anyone else on your list for draft ability. I wouldn't say they're any better than Cramner right. for sure. Right. Um, and I've already used him, so you can't use him for that. Yeah. So I'm really tossing between dedication and fab spending right now. Uh, I'm going to go with... I am kind of tilting right now. I'm going back and forth. I don't know what to do. 
So, oh my god! I am gonna go. I'll just take Joey's drafting ability, get it out of the way. I mean, yes, he is really great at picking up players, but even if he didn't have Patrick Mahomes last year, he had Matt Ryan that he drafted, who was the second quarterback. So he actually—that's that's a good point. Um, to be fair, I traded for Matt Ryan, and he sucked at the end of the year, so it, it worked out for him. Yeah. All right. I'm glad, I'm I'm glad sure. I have your trading ability. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can't get them all right, but most of the time, they, you right. know, it, it's all right. All right. I'm going to go with, you know, with luck comes decisions, right? Yep. And those decisions are made on start, who to start and who to. Yep. I'm going to take Eric for my start sits because. I don't really know anything else about anyone else's patterns. All I know is that whenever we looked at Eric's team, he had plugged and played the right players every time. Yeah, that is very true. It is a wise move, I would say. If there's anything that is second only to Eric's luck is Eric's decisions to start and sit certain players. Right. Yeah, it's going to be, well, his trash talking is up there too. But (laughs) yeah. Okay. So Eric starts at decisions for you. Right now, you have left trash talk, dedication, trading ability, and luck. And I have dedication, football knowledge, start sit decisions, and fab spending and player pickup. And I am going to roll with for dedication. I'm actually gonna I'm I'm gonna stick Diddy in there at dedication. He was one of my options as well. But once I took him off the board for football knowledge, I had to, you know, dedication. The thing for me is everyone is dedicated to this league. Just Rob is a little less dedicated than everyone else. Yeah, but everyone's dedicated except for Rob. And I don't know if Eric's dedicated or not. I don't know if it's a smart thing that he's not making the moves or not. It's a smart thing. I don't know if he's intentionally not making moves or if he just isn't dedicated. So, <laughs> so I would agree with that. But there is varying degrees and i would say that i bleed dffl and then everybody else is normal dedication (laughs) (laughs) but no i I would say diddy is dedicated to that's i guess that's kind of my backdoor way of getting diddy's football knowledge in there as well because he's dedicated enough to be paying attention to some of the smaller nuances of the the league both the nfl and the dffl so that's kind of a backdoor way to get Diddy's knowledge in there. Okay. Well, no, I'm Jim, take, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm going to take someone else, someone new off the board. Okay. Um, because he's also dedicated. He's not overly dedicated in the chat, but he is makes moves. He's very active in the league in that sense for ad drops and pursuing trades and whatnot. And uh, for dedication, I will take Kyle. Ooh, interesting. I think that that might be a winning pick for me. He's a dad now. How is that a winning pick for you? Because he's a dad now. He's not paying attention most of the time. Yeah, right. How many moves did he make? So you and I both had four trades, acquisitions. I had 62. Um, oh, you had 24. Oh, yeah. 24, yeah. That's, that's plenty dedicated. Yeah. Okay. What is activate? The heck does that mean? Put him into your starting roster. Oh, He's third. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll take that. He's only behind. He's only behind me and you. Yeah. Yeah. Good draft pick. We're shooting blind and we're coming up big. Sleeper, you might say. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to also pick a new person. Okay. And, oh, man, am I really doing it? Yeah, I might as well. I uh, I'm actually not. I'm 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 turning. I'm changing, and I am gonna go with 
I'll just get it out of the way. I'll take myself for football knowledge. I didn't really have oh, to make man. this move right now. I was going to save that and make that my last pick, but I will. And, you know, other players to consider were uh, Joe Mack. I feel like he's got a lot of knowledge. I would say that Kyle just doesn't have time for it. Um, Cranmer is more of a baseball guy. He's he's not he's dedicated and he does pay attention to the NFL and everything. But I mean, when your team is the Bills, sometimes it's hard to keep that dedication going uh, and that knowledge going of the rest of the league. So you just when you're doing it, you're just like looking at all the players who would never ever in a million years choose to come to the city of Buffalo. <laughs> and so that gets a little depressing. Um, so I am taking, uh, myself for football knowledge, uh, because I am a sad, lonely football addict. <laughs> that is a fact. <clears throat> um, okay. So I've got three spots left. I'm going to get my, really, we can't even overlap now, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I'll just take you for your trading ability. Okay. Yep. So we, we just took each other for, hey, you want to trade we, trading abilities? We we are the most active in the league. Yes. For trades. Uh, transaction um, counter. I mean, we each had four last year. Next highest was Wes with two, probably with both of us. They were. I traded Wes and you traded Wes as well. Um, and... Wes was my third option. It was me, then you, and then Wes, only because I think Wes fleeced us both this year. He did. So but he we're got. thinking long term. Yeah. Because I believe Wes is the person that you also fleeced with that Julio Jones trade. It was. I mean, <laughs> he is, he is, according to our website, he is known as Aaron and James's farm team, even though we don't actually talk about how that is. That's a thing. true. That's true. And he's, he's up this game. He 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 would get most improved if we were I handing out was awards. Just about to say the exact same thing. Okay. So you have trash talk and luck left. I have start sit decisions and fab spending or player pickups. And this is where I think you're going to struggle. A little bit. Yeah, um, I have one name that I would want to use for both. Uh, can't do that. So I'm going to go with Cranmer for start-sit decisions. And so, okay. you know, he, Cranmer's a smart guy. He it's It's pretty easy to know who to start and who not to start when you just have everybody from the Steelers. You just put all their starters in. And put all their bench players on the bench. And then it's pretty pretty easy. I mean, he literally drafted the whole Steelers team. And, you know, you start the three studs. I, uh, I personally, I think I would have went with Kyle only because I know how logical he is. Also, so. also easy to... Uh, Kyle would have been a good pick. But his roster was really easy last year. Put in Todd Gurley. End. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what that's kind of why I've also picked Eric in that start to sit decision because his team was Should I put in Chris Hogan or Kenny Stills and make the right decision every yeah. year? destroyed by injuries and the and the guy still manages to pick right. Uh, I love true. it. Okay, I'm going to go for trash talk. Now, I've got three options left. Uh, one is Kalo. I can't use him because you drafted him for trash talk. So I can't take him, which leaves me with Rob, who is basically the anti-Kalo. Um, he Every time Kalo starts getting a little crazed, Rob chimes in and for some reason, mystical reason, it kind he kind of puts the fire out. I don't know how he does it. It's usually a witty joke that he is turns, probably 
probably a little risque, but um, it somehow works. Whereas Wes also trash talks, but as soon as he trash talks, he's giving you a big hug afterwards. So <laughs> um, this on big since he's the tallest man in the league, right? Yeah. So I'm going to have to go with Rob because he just, like I said, once Kalo starts getting on a roll and he starts ranting, uh, Rob's there to kind of just shut that down. So I'll take okay. it. And Rob is the funniest guy in the league. So, all right. Last pick. Great pick. And I can already see who your next next pick is, I think. But we're down to the last pick. I have fab spending and player pickups. And you have luck. Um, my options for fab spending or player pickups are Kyle, Rob, and Wes. Uh, I am certainly not picking up Rob. <laughs> he did the least. He did the least. He this still year, had like 50-something dollars left at the end of the year. He barely pays attention this year because he was so busy. Allegedly. And so that leaves me with Kyle and Wes. And I am legitimately torn between the two. See, Wes made a good pickup this year with Philip Lindsay. And I want to reward Wes for doing that. But at the same time, I can picture Kyle making those uh, logical moves that you said before. And, you know, if you combine Kyle's logic and his, uh, that's that goes for the fab and which players to pick up and stuff. If you combine that with Diddy's dedication and my football knowledge, that's a powerful, powerful uh, player right there. So. I'm, I'm kind of leaning that way. I think you you can you can pick whoever you want. They aren't going to beat Joe Max, so it's okay. Mm, well, w- you got to look at this as a whole person. You're you're not necessarily that's, fi- looking that's at fine. That's fine. I'm fine with that. So you know, I don't think Kyle made many good moves this year. I, I mean, at least you can pinpoint a good move from Wes. I, now that you've picked Kyle, I want to say that you should have picked Wes. But I can I can picture Kyle's stupid face when he spends a, or a dollar more on a player than I did, and he gets that player, you know? Yeah, that's fine. I just, can you name someone that he picked up? No, but that's because his football lock knowledge is is sort of lacking but now he has my football knowledge okay okay looking at this person melded as a whole big one but like we're so we're we're making this one person we are we are so that's what i'm banking on because i agree wes made better moves than kyle did but i think that kyle's Logic is something that I have to get in on this team somewhere in a decision-making place. All right. All right. I've got two picks left for luck. Now, I don't think Wes is lucky at all. True. Because he was, and this is no offense to Wes, he was actually just bad the last two years. And then this year, he's improved a lot. He draft timeout. Not the last two years. He made the playoffs the last two years in a row. And he's the most improved player. Agreed. And I think that's because he's actually not – his draft has gotten better. I think we've just made fun of his drafting so much that he's changed his complete draft outlook. So it's not due to luck or anything for him. I honestly – think out of the two Kalo is slightly luckier oh definitely than Wes and Kalo avoids injuries he made he made a trade this year where everything worked out in his favor actually I'm surprised he didn't make more trades would you agree because he tends to once he makes playoffs he tends to kind of ship people off and well with regards to the avoiding injuries not last year not this past season but the season before that he got a ton of injuries. Remember, he had David Johnson in his first round, and that like he got hurt the first week, and um, he ended up having a lot of injuries. I barely remember this year. So, moves. what? 
Um, he, for, for me, is probably the second luckiest player behind Eric, which is fitting because those two tend to go at each other quite a bit. I, I was debating. I had three top luck players. I had. Who was your, who was your third? Kyle. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even consider uh, him. Did you have a third? Interesting. I, I didn't. I think it would have been. Uh, yeah, I did have a third. It would have been, um, I think, Big Mike for me. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think Kyle's. I think Kyle's got. I- I'm thinking of it from my experiences, obviously, and growing up. I don't know if Kyle was so lucky, or if I was just so unlucky that it made Kyle seem lucky. But in I my think- head, Kyle is lucky because of my experiences in life. I think probably the. Lo- the the latter that yeah. you just being unlucky um eric is definitely the luckiest in the league so it doesn't matter i was never going to once that was picked that was that but i would say that overall kalo comes in in a, in second i would i would think i i agree so wes i apologize you're the only man who didn't get picked for something but we did reference that you are definitely the most improved. Um, and so. I had Wes as my. I was going to pick Wes as my most dedicated, but I feel like Kyle, the fact that he now has a kid and still makes that many moves and is still that active in the league, that to me is dedication. Okay. Wes, some other areas that we tossed around that I definitely had you in was um, sports slash gamemanship. Uh, we talked about like a glue, the like glue of the league, the thing that holds everything together. Wes, you're, every year you're like, I'm leaving, but now nah, you stay in and, and you hold us all together. You keep us keep us all sane. So, so Wes, you would have been there for us. Other categories we mentioned, maybe, you know, fantasy advice. Kicker picker is who I is where I would put Kalo hundred percent. Obviously, he picks the best kickers. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, those are some other areas we talked about game uh, uh, clutchness and you know all those things. So let's give you the final rundown. All right, Aaron's fantasy manager is crafted of starting on day one. Drafting ability, Cranmer. All right. Then he's got the trash talk to back up his draft from coming from Rob. He's got Kyle's dedication. He's got Diddy's football knowledge. He has um, Eric's start-sit decisions, which is essentially boiling down to where Eric's luck plays into a lot of it. He's got Joey's fab spending. And he has my trading ability and Kalo's luck. I think the the strength of your team is definitely the fab spending and player pickups from Joey. I would say that is the strongest portion of your team. And then for mine, my fantasy manager has Joey's drafting ability. He has Kalo's trash talking. He's got Diddy's dedication. He's got Jim's football knowledge. He's got Cranmer's start-sit decisions, Kyle's fab spending and player pickups, Aaron's trading ability, and Eric's luck and the heart of a lion. I I, I am all over my team. I think I crushed this draft. Well, it's uh, easy when you get first pick every round. Uh, we should have had a third guest on, but... Or we should know. just do ABBA. We should try that and see how it goes. That's snake draft. Yeah. A, B, B, A, A. So it's just going to be us taking two at a time? Yeah. But then I get a first pick. You want to start over? (laughs) I mean, if we go... No, I don't. But I'm just saying. Going forward in other drafts? Things would change. Plus the fact that I'd also like to point out to all of our uh, guys out there that if we remember correctly... Joey didn't draft his team, so you can have his draft ability, but you should really take his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I'm if I'm really running down this team 
Joe Mack's draftability is probably is is probably better than Cramner's. Uh, I would say the really the trash talk comes down to quality versus quantity. Yep, that's exactly um, as I just leaned up to say. Dedication to me, I think everyone is equally dedicated across the board. I think you are more dedicated than anyone in the league. And I think Rob is less dedicated than everyone in the league. But in between that, I think it's relatively the same, maybe a little less. Um, Football knowledge, you have the most. I I would say Diddy is a very close second only because he's seven years older than you. (laughs) Um, So again, quantity versus quality thing. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I think that, I still believe Eric has the best start-sit decisions. I agree. And then I I would say, so still this these teams are fairly even. I would say that Joe Mack is a better fob spending slash player pickup than Kyle. Agreed. If you look at that as an individual thing, I agree. Yes, yes. Yep, everything individually. I would say the trading ability is a wash. I knew both of us were going to get picked. It just mattered who right. was going to pick who. And Eric has the most luck. So um, really, it's going to be tight. It is going to be, be tight. Fun. And I do think that you'll actually win because one of the other traits that I have is that uh, everybody in the league loves to just try and get under my skin. That's true. How did I pick nine people and you only picked eight? I am I reading that correctly? Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at that. I'm seeing. Oh, you're not on your own list. I didn't take myself for you anything. Didn't take yourself for anything. <laughs> Ugh. Best. I should best uh, motivational speeches to your team. Do you think that? Nah, I'd still take Rob's trash talk over mine. Yeah. Rob Rob has a very well crafted quality trash talk. The only thing the I would have taken the only thing I would have taken myself for would have been dedication or trading. Okay. And that's it. Those so, are yeah, that's where I would those are the first two I don't think I, I don't do. think my drafting ability is bad at all. I just don't have any luck with players I draft, so fuck 'em. The only other person you could have put to combat Kalo in the trash talk would be Cranmer, but I feel like that would just be literally a head-to-head thing. Yeah. And then you'd be stuck with, no offense, not stuck with, but it's either you, Rob, or Wes for drafting. (laughs) Wes, we make fun of him for his drafts, which have gotten better. Rob drafts based on name. (laughs) And you never have any luck with the players you draft, so you kind of need it to take Cranmer there. Yeah, I don't think um I don't think that really there are any two better options than Joe Mack or Crap. Like I could have taken you there, but whose trading ability am I gonna take? Yeah. Wes based off of one year. Yeah, yeah. Alright. So I will put up a poll on the website, Dover Fantasy Football League dot com. I hope. And before we exit out of today's show, I have two what would you do's that happened to me this week. And I need to know, Aaron, what you would do. You ready? Okay. First one. I'm at the deli. I ask for a sandwich, ham and cheese on a hard roll. A little pepperoni on there. Give a little spice. Whoa. Whoa. Woman, uh, there, the guy takes my order. Basically an Italian Italian sub. It's got, pe- it's got ham, it's got pepperoni. And you know how sometimes the pepperoni and salami and those kind of things, they have like the plastic on the outside? Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's going to come up later. I just wanted to point that out. So the lady, he's he's working. He's got a lot going on. He's got like seven cheesesteaks that he's trying to make for a big order that came in on the phone. So he calls to the back for this lady to come help. She comes back from this clearly storagey, like some of the kitchen stuff, but mostly storage area. She comes out, she grabs my hard roll, she grabs all the meat, grabs the cheese, cuts it up. She never, <laughs> she doesn't want, she doesn't put any gloves on. 
She's trying to cut the plastic off the pepperoni before she slices it. Puts it together. Hands me the sandwich. And so there's going to be like a, a situation developing in the middle of this. But do you eat the sandwich after she didn't put gloves on? I mean, yes. I mean, screw it. I ate worse in college, like five day old pizza that was out in my room. Yeah. So I agree. I ate it. But as I'm eating it, there's freaking plastic on part of the pepperoni. (laughs) So I'm like, all right, this woman just made my sandwich. She didn't get the plastic off the pepperoni and she didn't wear gloves. Like, come on. Yeah, she didn't even try. All right. Needless to say, I wouldn't put her in my dedication spot. All right. Second, what would you do? And I haven't come up with this. This is a legit what what should I do situation. So I'm coming into school this morning. Park, walking in. And this woman, she's a secretary in the guidance office. She comes flying in, whips her car into her parking space. As she's doing it, I hear I look, I'm like, the hell? She hit the car next to her. Like when she was whipping the car around and kind of scratched up the side of the car. And she got out, kind of looked at it really quick, and then walked away. And so now I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, I just saw this happen. I don't know the teacher whose car she hit. I know who it is, but I don't know him. I've never spoken to him. And I've never spoken to her in my life because I'm pretty new at my district. What do you do? You tell yourself that she's a good person and she's going to tell that guy that she hit his car and you feel good about it. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. What, what are you going to do? I have no idea. I have Yo. no idea what I am going to do. I. You drop a snitch note. <laughs> I, I walked. So this is what happened. I walked out like later that day to my car and intentionally walked by those two cars to see. And his car is all scratched up. Her car has scratches on it. It's the corner of the the passenger side. And then on my way back into the building, I noticed she's got dents on the other side of her car, clearly from a different situation that happened. So <laughs> now I'm like, oh, God. Like, And then so the day goes on, day goes on. And then it's the end of the day. The buses leave. I see the guy walking out to his car. So I watch and I'm like, all right, let's see if he's going to notice because it's on the driver's side. It's on the path. It's on the the passenger door behind the driver is where most of the scratches are. He opens it up, throws some stuff in, shuts the door. And then I'm like, oh, he didn't even notice. And then he turns around and goes back. And I'm like, oh, he noticed. Yes. (laughs) And then he opens the door and, and slams it shut like he just didn't shut it all the way. And then gets in and drives away. I was like, God damn it. He didn't notice. Like, So now I don't know if he noticed or if she maybe told him. And that's why he already knew it was there. Yeah, I, I would imagine. In my world, I'd be like, yeah, she told him. Yeah, whatever. I might write an anonymous note and put it in her mailbox being like, I saw what you did. You better tell him. I saw what you, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, I don't know what to do because they want me to go talk to her. Like, I talked to like my. I would just let it. I would just. I would just let it ride. Whatever. Well, yeah, you got to let it ride. It's a car. I would just screw it. Whatever. It's not your business. All right. So I hope you had as fun, much fun listening to this episode on Apple podcast as. I had making it and spending weeks trying to get it onto Apple Podcast. Um, but, you know, just so you know, and a little backstory with that, it got rejected twice before it finally got accepted. And it's because first time it got rejected because I had episode one written there with the number one and they don't want numbers written in there. Oh, all right. Okay. I changed it all the words. Episode, episode O-N-E and so on and so forth. Then, second time got rejected because of Aaron's lovely mouth <laughs> <laughs> and the the phrasing, the titling of one of our segments that we had, No Shit or Bullshit, uh, I had No Shit or Bullshit in the title, 
and they don't want swearing in the title. They don't care if you put it in there and, and mark it explicit, like you can swear, but you can't have uh, can't have it in the title. So it got rejected for that, and finally just got accepted. So listen to us on Anchor. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts. Listen to us on SoundCloud for the next couple episodes. I'm going to stop doing that eventually. So get on board with one of these other things. You can still listen off the website, um, and we'll go from there. I'm not going to apologize for my mouth. I speak freely and I speak with passion. And that's why sometimes I get heated and that stuff comes out. And I think anyone who feels passionate about something does the same thing. So Apple iTunes, I appreciate you allowing us to be on there, but just know this isn't the last of the of the explicit episodes. Oh, I am marking every single one of them explicit, whether they're not, whether they are or they aren't. <laughs> I don't want the fir- I don't want people to see the first one, like maybe this episode, maybe there wasn't swearing or whatever, and then they see it as not explicit, and then they play the next episode, and you're dropping f bombs and c bombs. Yeah, and-, and that and that's fair. I mean, we're not we're not child friendly, and that's okay. I just don't want people to think that I just swear because I'm getting worked up and I feel very strongly about something. All right. Hey, hope you had a good time. Listen to us. We will be back in a couple weeks. It is the off season. So we do take some time in between on that next episode. We'll get into some of the rule changes that happened. We'll get into some of the other moves that were made and we'll probably talk about some of the, the rookies that were drafted. Sweet. That sounds good to me. And we'll see you all next time. All Vote right. Team Aaron. All right. Vote on the podcast. Vote on the website. Catch you on the flip side. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the DFFL podcast. For more information on the DFFL, head on over to Dover FFL. Dot Weebly dot com.